Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 105. Uh, my name is uh, Ken Maguire, joined in studio today by uh, one and only, and the one and only who? Robbie Dowling. Robbie the birthday boy to, Dowling. Oh, I say the birthday boy. Don't skip over that. I don't need to be bashing today. You know when I used to have to come in and be like, join by the one only, Robbie Dowling. Yeah. There's none of that because we are gladly in the absence of... Shane O'Keefe Gladly He'll get about 17 seconds Into this podcast And he's like Screw these guys I'm never coming back So Slim Shaney Is on a stag um, Doing his thing Dressed like a racehorse Running around Leopardstown Or Punchestown Or I don't know Downtown Doing some kind of a thing uh, So it's the two of us For this week It is Which is kind of alright Because we end up Playing each other last night In we, the game of the did. season Yeah the, the game of A lifetime Yeah Just incredible Yeah it's, it's, I was just it was, I'm, I'm like stunned By what happened <laughs> The thrill The thrill seeking moments Of uh, football manager And the football manager Football show We do have loads of nates uh, Loads of nates from Sean uh, Loads of notes uh, From Shane as well <coughs> You can tell um, uh, We will let you be the judge Of Shane's uh, state of mind Mental stability uh, Let's just say lack of The subject of the email That arrived in at 25 to midnight Last night Was <laughs> stupid fucking game and uh, it starts to progress from there. He's got no class. Hey, look, you He's know, got no class, no class, no soul. Yeah. Um, so uh, you have some uh, shout-outs and things to have a look at on the Twitter machine. I do. Um, Irish Emerald started a new save after winning the Champions League with Panathinaikos after just four seasons. Thank God I streamed it over Christmas and have saved video evidence. This happened as it's crazy. Curious if anyone else has had mad accomplishments like that in Football Manager. You? Give me the name of that team again. Panathinaikos. 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 I'm Irish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Irish. And actually, Panathinaikos. 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 Fuck. <laughs> okay, next it's season we're not bullying. next season we're not going to Greece. Uh, no, when we when we yeah, move no, out of definitely not. Olympi- Olympiakos. Olympiakos is there. A-K. Why are you going with the ad there then? Olympiakos. Why are you not going with Panathinaikos? <laughs> I don't know. I just find it very funny. Serious. Uh, Sooner Jetta was in touch. Uh, he has a Wrexham save update. He said they won the national league in the wind up with 105 points, uh, 69 goals in the difference. Mullen scored 38. O'Connor, Jesus, that's Tom O'Connor. Tom O'Connor had 16 assists. Uh, tied with Palmer and fair play to Tom O'Connor as well I don't know if Sooner Jetta knows this mm. uh, or if anybody else knows this, but Tom O'Connor uh, who. Uh, also scored in the FA Cup for Wrexham against uh, Sheffield, Sheffield United, United yeah. uh, during the week and they're going to be having their this will date the podcast a little bit but they're going for their fourth round replay this coming Tuesday night uh, Tom O'Connor is from Kilkenny he's from our neck of the woods he is I played hurling against him Ken he's supposed to be a, he was supposed to be a fairly like wristy kind he of minor hurler like. he played hurling against me and he, he was massive that time he's not too big now but um, this was about under 16 level and he was just incredible for Tullerher Ross Birkin as his club yeah. and he played a bit of football as well and he was brilliant at that and he just wanted these all-arounders um, really nice guy and uh, he was brilliant I have to say he played really well for Wrexham the other day against Sheffield United so great to see more um, local talent on display uh, it was, it's a brilliant accomplishment 
accomplishment, yeah. accomplishment. And of course, with Shawnee Maguire moving to Coventry as well, fingers crossed for more Kilkenny players and Carlow players making it overseas. I know it's a little bit GAA related, but I had somebody say to me during the week that Tom O'Connor was uh, at that age, and like so, he left he left Kilkenny roughly kind of sixteen ish mm. uh, to head to Southampton. Was doing stuff with the Southampton Academy. Had never featured for for the the senior setup. Moved to. Uh, Gillingham wasn't uh, it? Gillingham and then on to Wrexham I was going to say Boreham Wood was in there somewhere but that's somebody else um, uh, yeah so he's he signed a three year deal with Wrexham back in the January 2022 transfer window but on the GAA side somebody said at the age he was then he was where Adrian Mullen is now which would be an interesting comparison yeah, probably I a, think con- that's probably fair. a conversation for probably a different show. A different but he, show he was incredible at hurling. Like, yeah. like he get he was one of those, you know, when somebody just gets the ball at like their own forty five or sixty five, which is deep in their own half for people that don't know hurling, and just solo the pitch very easily. Not easily, but just like with a with a pace just, and just power m- that just was make it look easy. Yeah, it's just incredible. So sixteen assists uh, for Suna Jedder's uh, Wexham uh, Wrexham uh, save. Wexham. I'm not not surprised. Uh, Mullen won nine Player of the Match awards. They also won the FA Cup final. How did you beat Notts County in an FA Cup final? That's like the maddest that, match. No, no, that couldn't be. That's, that's the, the FA trophy. That's the it? FA trophy. Has to be. No way. That's the FA Cup final. Wrexham. Wrexham and Notts County in the FA to be fair Wrexham and Notts County in an FA Cup final is probably the most football manager FA Cup final well I mean if if the FA Cup is built off history and tradition I think Wrexham have the oldest stadium in football they do and Notts County are the oldest club in football not so bad I mean you could argue it's the perfect final You, you, you could Argue it's a per- for, we for won't. two draconian teams in a draconian competition. Yo, okay, that's harsh. that is harsh. Uh, they also uh, so they beat Notts County two 0 and then the biggest match uh, they won against Scunthorpe nine uh, nil. Uh, we don't have any kind of like big high scoring games like that uh, at least this week. But uh, who else has been in touch? I know. Um, do you spot something from Tyler Devine? Or did I spot something from Tyler Devine? Uh, I'm desperately out of the loop with this stuff, Ken. So Tyler has been back in touch. This is like the man with the most glorious name oh, in the football yeah, manager universe. Tyler Devine. Indisputable. Uh, he's been taking a bit of a break. They won the FA... So I'm fairly sure Tyler's been with Newcastle for a spell. Uh, won the FA... The, the FA Cup and the Premier League, but he lost the Champions League final 2-1, uh, although they won on paper, to which I had replied, there are so many games in football manager over the years, we have all won on paper. You outpossess somebody, your XG is through the roof, and all they need is just one shot on goal, one shot on target, it's in the back of the net, and you lose 1-0, despite total domination. The board have limited his transfer sales take in to 35%, so he's reckoning it's time to move on. Feels like there's going to be a mass exodus of guys looking for new challenges. It has been hinted at. Yes, yeah, so, sorry, he is still at Newcastle. Uh, Hellstead's been in touch, says he's finding it great. I had to see the bigger teams struggle at times as you go a number of seasons into the game. For example, uh, in his current season, Spurs are 19th. We just saw Eric Ten Hag get sacked from Man United last night. Yeah, spotted that. Mid-table mediocrity. And this is technically their first season under Ten Hag. Mm. Uh, and he's out the gap because we're, we're like in-game, we're, we're pretty much close to real life. We're in February in 2023. Uh, Brighton, he has Brighton in sixth. Uh, he's qualified for the next round of the Europa Conference League with two games to go. Some cracking games in that competition, to be fair. Uh, it also helps when other teams just play for draws. Nicky Reeves started his Italian uh, save last week. Uh, he's taken over Parma off to an absolute banger of a start. 
Uh, he sent a screenshot of Parma taking on Brescia. Uh, 59% of the ball, 23 shots on goal, 13 on target, 8 of them in the back of the net. Jesus. Uh, Bernabe, he's got Lorenzo Luca in there. Uh, Yeboah's playing... Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in that side of things uh, if you want to get in touch you can do on uh, Twitter it's at FMF show uh, or you can email the podcast as well at any stage it's podcast at FMF show dot com we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week we do um, and we all had games so I'm just kind of looking over the notes side of things we all had games to start with we all had league games uh, for sure I had a Champions League game against Liverpool then we're going to play each other and then we <coughs> try and tie, we try and tidy things up with the, the last of the league games but at least we have February out of the way which means yeah. that you would imagine in about three podcasts time we could be finished with Portugal yeah potentially well, well at our pace it could be you know 300 podcasts but we'll have to see well uh, yeah well we're not doing too bad we're moving well last night now. yeah like, moving well last night but la- last night was like down to business yeah. nine o'clock start just like, and you can see the difference between uh, when the January transfer window is coming up, and you're kind of slowly moving, going, "Fuck, I need to do this." And I need no. That's that's on my side, and that's on Shane's side because you've done the whole thing where you've just stuck to your guns and not brought anybody in. Yeah, is it is this to prove a point? No, no. I I just like people. I like annoying people, Ken. It's it's really something that I like to do in life. Just poke the bear. Yeah, just like because I know people will be listening, being like, "Oh, why is he doing that? Why is he not signing anybody?" Um, I would get some level of comfort out of signing people. I know it improved my chances of being successful, but nowhere near the level of satisfaction I get from the mild frustration that I put on to those listening. <laughs> it's just like I'm not going to sign anybody I'm going yeah. to play cautious 4-4-2 yeah. football I'm going to win every game 1-0 yeah, yeah, yeah. and these are all going to f- hate me by I'm the gonna, end of it yeah I'm going to hate you make your life I'm going to hate you I'm going to make, make you, you hate, hate your life, life. Yeah, switch those uh, verbs up there that's it so uh, we'll start with one of Shane's games because the notes are fairly small on this one um, he begins by telling us that Marcus Edwards is out for two weeks after the port how did you just was, was, your game was the last game wasn't it it was yeah I bet him in the cup 2-1 that was it it was a cup fixture yeah. so Marcus Edwards is out injured for two weeks after the Porta game he did appeal his no calves red card uh, unsuccessfully I would have thought so his assistant manager at the time said that uh, he thought the decision was harsh the Portuguese FA agreed with Shane and they decided to rescind the no calves ban said he had valid grounds uh, for appeal a joke of a decision to send him off uh, he thinks that football manager is finally out to get him yeah. the game is against him yeah, um, no, that's not a conspiracy that's a truth despite the fact that the red card was rescinded he still fined him a half week's wages anyway okay, uh, Reyes is suspended for accumulated yellows and now and he actually sent me on the screenshot of it last night or did he throw did he throw it into the group last night or did he send it on to he he's, sent, a bit, he's a bit out of control, isn't he? He sent it on to the two of us or to one of us. Order is restored. That was me. That was the results that we got a note and a half. That was from Robbie's side of things. Uh, and then we were, talk, we were talking about microphone. God, there was an awful lot of activity last night, lads, to be fair. So the screenshot came in. Murmurs of discontent at Sporting as they hit a bad run of form. Concern mounting. Concern setting in for the supporters. Their team enduring a difficult run of five games without a win. 
that was a big thing actually for Shane uh, the season up to now had looked promising for Shane O'Keefe's side but he will now doubtless be feeling the pressure as he tries to secure European qualification standing in the way of a return to form are Casa Pia which is his first game up they've had a comfortable season uh, by their standards they're going to be no pushovers they did have a 3-2 win away over Braga last time which is a good win to be fair uh, and they're currently 13th that's just less than mid-table Portuguese team or Portuguese league has 18 teams uh, in the top league they've offered glimpses of what they're truly capable of this season largely remain on track to finish where many expected them to which is kind of roughly mid-table-ish so uh, we also see that <laughs> Ten Hag gets sacked by United the first thing that Shane does is the most Shane thing that Shane can do he applies for the United oh, job fuck's sake. he's not going to get the United job again because we're the first season into the game. Typical United fashion, there is leaks into the media of his job application. What I'm got, and, and this is a thing, and I'd mentioned it to him because you were you were kind of dropping in and out of the chat. I'd mentioned it to him last night. I would be curious to see what this does in Football Manager 23 because there was this whole new dimension that was brought into the game and you can see it in some of the screens that we get where you're coming up in key fixtures and you're like, the board want this but the fans want this. And when it comes to transfers, how do the board rate it? How do the fans rate it? And when you go in and break down, you can break down the, you can break down the breakdown of your supporters. So you can see it's like, well, I've got you know, twelve uh, percent are corporate fans, fifty percent are casuals, three uh, percent are families, blah 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 blah. But then you can see what's the relationship like between the fans and the board. If the fans are unhappy, will the board listen to the fans and go? okay, well, we're just going to take their advice on board because it's better for everybody and we're going to turf you out. Or are the board resolute and go, we don't actually care because we're a money-making monster and we're just going to, you know, keep plowing money into it or get the best we can or whatever the case is. But I would be curious to see the way things are going if you hit a bad run of form, five games without a win when expectations are high, if the fans are on your back, do the board turn around and go, do you know what? This is This is time to move. And I think... I think Shane has had a new board uh, put in in place. Oh. I think that's a thing as well, right? Because there is there is note somewhere about his January transfer activity and a relative unhappiness there too. Oh. Um, so he goes and plays Casapia. Uh, he's got Adnan starting. Poro uh, is now going to Spurs. Uh, Quates, Ignacio, Marisa, Ugarte, Gravenberch, uh, Marita, Trinco, and Garnacho on the wings, and Macias, a little Mexican up top uh, he says he needs to try Macias up instead of Belgio Garnacho's getting a run because Edwards is out Marta's at left back with the instructions to stay back and he reckons there's about 10 people at the game in the Casapia Stadium it's fairly quiet uh, 5 minutes in he's been losing possession too much 9 minutes in Ryan Gravenberch runs across the box passes to Agarte finds Garnacho. sweet finish 1-0 uh, Ignacio goes close from a corner routine on 12 minutes and about midway through the first half he's pressing he goes more positive Garnacho and Ignacio are the only ones to have shot so far so he throws in a little bit of Demi Moore because you know fuck with a paltrow uh, 24 minutes into the game he watches a highlight where Casapia have passed the ball around for fun he's left chasing shadows it's offside in the wind up but nearly a goal said they're all winning by now he said we all winning by now disappointing maybe you should be winning by now they are winning though. They're one nil up. Just as bad as Masia shot. 
This is hard to decipher, Shaney. Uh, 27 minutes in, a few pot shots, nothing substantial. Instructions, work the ball into the box. By half time, I'm assuming the score is... 1-0 so bar one Masias shot that forced a good save nothing has happened for Sporting in the game Poro got injured right at the whistle which is a big cause for injury concern Jerry St. Juice replaces him they go close with a header uh, midway through the second half they go down to 10 men give away a penalty Trincao was just about to be subbed he scores so now it's 2-0 uh, no calves in Belgio come on for Marita and Masias with 20 minutes to go Trincao makes it 3-0 what a finish curled around the corner and then Coates scores from a corner as well uh, Asagio comes on his first game back from injury Kovac comes on and he finishes 4-0 finishes 4-0 that's a reasonable win for him when the fans are on his back and he gets back to winning ways uh, Casapia are poor uh, Casapia are poor 13th in the table I think I drew with them you could have drawn Earlier with them early the season, on, I think but your form has changed, Robbie. It has changed. How did, how did it change this week? Well, the first game was against Vitor Gomaris, and this is a big game. Um, I'm in third, they're in fourth. There's only still two points Jesus, separating that's us. close enough, yeah. Yeah, so I was a bit like, I was not taken aback, but I was a bit like, I thought I was doing better than that. So it was an important one, because as I said, once I got into that top three, I think it's important that you stay in it and don't let the teams below you um, get too close. Uh, the game kind of starts, Taremi slipped in, but a tame effort is easily saved 10 minutes in. 22 minutes, Gruich plays a brilliant ball over the top to Ivan Ilsen. He's on, in his own half, Gruich, slightly right of centre, plays a beautifully whipped ball in over to Ivan Ilsen. Ivan Ilsen on the volley, squares it with his left foot. I don't know how to describe it. It's a brilliant cross. And uh, Taremi bangs it into the top corner with a Zidane-esque finish. Now, if anyone remembers Zidane's Champions League final goal, I think it was 0-2. Now, I deeply apologise if that's wrong against Bayer Leverkusen do you know the one where it's hanging in the air and he's just waiting looking 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 and then with his left foot he follies it into the top corner <laughs> arguably one of the greatest Champions League goals of all time um, it's like that now it's nowhere near as good as that yeah. but you know it was similar kind of it was, the ball was hanging in the air from Ivan Ilsen Taremi plants his right foot hits it with his left sweet as a nut and straight into the top corner brilliant goal um I'm 1-0 up at this stage away from home big game as I say it's a tough one um, Taremi and Ivan Nilsson again have big chances immediately after to make it 2-0 Vita Grimares they're not doing a lot they have some half chances but I was actually quite disappointed with them they didn't really create much they had one or two things where they were and this has become a bit of a team and I haven't been awfully punished for it yet but I think yeah. that maybe as it goes on teams are cutting through my defence purely by running with the ball which is a bit worrying it's you know like you can be cut through through slick play passing or whatever but yeah. there may be the right winger or the right backer and in our game actually I won't spoil it but there was a couple of times where your players were just finding gaps in the defence and powering straight through them without anyone confronting them or tackling them which is a bit of a worry Vitor Gormaris were doing that once or twice in the first half here but didn't really create much from it but it's just something that I noted um, but half time 1-0 uh, as always I go through the main stats or the stats that I think are the main ones I had 8 shots they had 6 again 3 on target for me none for them so that's just constantly in fairness across the season my shot to kind of shots on target ratio has been really strong that's mm. just under half obviously um, an XG of 0.98 to me 0.62 to them so again another team across the season has been I'm probably outperforming my XG um, mm. both in terms of conceding and scoring so 56% possession so not too dominant but dominant nevertheless 1-0 up at half time they have a big chance right at the end of the game now the second half again and there's another thing that's happened a lot this season uh, non-events in terms of 
you know, it could be a first half, could be a second half, could be an, an entire game where literally nothing happens. And, yeah. you know, I do take down the notes if something happens, but very little happened. They had a big chance at the end when the ball goes out, but a low shot is brilliantly saved by Costa with five minutes left. It was one of them where they just had an overload. They played the ball brilliantly and then went out left. My right back got pulled in big time, Joe Mario. Um, into cover say you know the centre forward or whoever may be an on-Russian um, midfield player and their winger came in at the far post it was basically a one-on-one left of the goal it wasn't an easy finish or anything like that he hits it low and hard but Diogo Costa who has been brilliant for me all season tips it around the post with a really good left-hand save um, that's kind of it not much of note but I come away with a great 1-0 victory yeah. and it really was good uh, they had more of the second half I must say I kind of dropped off a bit was a bit cautious uh, it ended 11 shots to 12 in favour of me 5 of those were on target they had 2 on target in the second half and the XG was really tight again 1.09 to 1.27 but I come out with the win and the 3 points which is obviously the most important 61% possession as I said a great win Tremi's on on fire and if you remember at the start, and I actually think this is why uh, this could prove costly, but at the start, Taremi couldn't score at all. Correct. I think if he had been in that form for the duration of the season, I'd have a serious shout at winning the title. Not to say I'm out of it. No, um, because you 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 did appear at one stage out of it. You were 11 points or something oh, off, 12. off the pace. It was 12. Yeah, and now you're back. And I, I know you might think that's only a point, but my goal difference is so far off. Yeah. There's a big difference between 12 and 11 because that's the difference between four victories and you losing four games yeah, and, f- and five or yeah. you know three or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, no, I just think that, that's been a key thing because in terms of defensively, other than the game against you, yeah. I think there was one or two others. Um, I haven't conceded an awful lot Generally, now I've had bad games, don't get me wrong, but generally I've been quite tight at the back. But I haven't been able to turn draws into victories and defeats into draws in tight games because I haven't had a goal scorer consistently throughout the season. Yes. Taremi has been the difference. There's absolutely no doubt about that. My goal difference is still 11 at this stage. So again, it's quite low. It's only recently that I've actually turned it from negative goal difference into positive. So this is just constantly emphasising the fact that you know, a large reason, not the only reason, there's a, there's multiple variables in this, but a large reason why I have improved is Taremi's improvement in form. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm five clear of them now. I can start looking upwards, really. I'm not saying I'm out of the gap or out of the window in terms of qualifying for the Champions League and finishing in the top three, but it does feel like a significant victory in terms of no longer looking over my shoulder, but actually looking ahead now and seeing what I can do upwards. Um, I'm 10 unbeaten seven wins and three draws and I haven't conceded in six games in the league which is a new record that's a lot yeah new record Carmo and Cardoso who are my centre back parents and they've been crucial to that clean sheet record uh, both make the team of the week alongside Taremi so overall the brilliant start to the night for me and obviously up next are Benfica in the old Classico Derby is it um, is it a case of being defensively strong or is Diogo Costa just like Pulling it out of the No, bike. no, I am defensively strong. Yeah. Now, in fairness, I'm probably, again, as I said, doing better than what I should be statistically. Not much better, but, you know, in part. But you've, you've got players that are yeah. outperforming where they Yeah, they be. are, in fairness. But, like, I'm not, as I said in the second half, there was very little of note, mm. which would tell me that I'm leading. Not a lot happens. I'm happy with that. There's, you know, there's no reason for me to think I need to open this game up and win a 3 or 4 nil. Um, yeah. You come away with a 1-0 win, especially away from home against a team fourth in the table and they're only two points off you. So 
brilliant result I have to say and uh, it just keeps the tide going for me you know seven wins and three draws out of the last ten the form has been magnificent I have to say when you couple that with the fact that you know I had a great run in the League Cup albeit it ended poorly against Braga I lost 3-0 in the semi-final uh, that was just one of those games where I never showed up really um, and also I've had a bit of a run as well in the PT Cup so mm-hmm. you know as, as I was saying yeah, I'd, say, I'd say you know at this stage with the 10 unbeaten in the league about you know seven or eight games where I only lost one in the cup. I'd say there's a good chance I've gone the last eighteen games. I haven't checked with just the one defeat against Braga in the yeah. League Cup, heading into that Benfica game. That's not too bad. Uh, not too bad at all. Desportivo Chaves uh, is where we go uh, this week to start off for Benfica. Uh, we've got three minutes on the clock and we have our first goal. Which is, which is great João Mario with a corner Morato who was back in the starting 11 and had flagged before the game that he was delighted to be back in the starting 11 I'm like I, I need him there uh, he gets ahead to it at the near post uh, from the corner on the left hand side pops one home class four minutes on the clock we have our first red card Fabio Martins does this like thing uh, where he just and it's so funny the highlight appears and it's like there may as well be nobody else on the pitch just whoever Fabio Martins was about to attempt to murder and then Fabio Martins and he runs at him he jumps there's two feet he completely and utterly misses the ball hacks down whoever it was I'm surprised they weren't stretchered off or dragged off in a hearse um, so he's done four minutes into the game which means I have 86 minutes plus change to play with 10 men and if Football Manager 2022 is anything to go by I don't think I've had to do it uh, like often like my sending offs haven't been too bad and I think in game like like during games I've managed yellow cards kind of reasonably well so Fabio Mertens is gone, which leaves a hole on, I think I had started him on the right in this game, uh, leaves a hole out on the wing. Uh, that's it, because I pull. I end up pulling Julian Draxler off the left wing to cover the right midfield and kind of go for like an asymmetrical setup uh, to three in the middle. Then I pull my fullbacks from attacking to support and by like with four minutes on the clock I've slowed my intended pace of the game five minutes on the clock this is all action in the first five minutes uh, Gilberto gets hacked out of it and now he's carrying a knock for it as well um, but we're doing alright we're getting our chances away at least we're not getting an awful lot of them it's kind of like you know very tactical game management for the first while gauge where they're at I could really do with having Martins or really having somebody on the wings. They've done an awful lot of wing play and the training has been with wing play in mind for the week ahead. We're keeping Chavez at bay, which is what I'm more concerned about. And it's kind of funny, when you slow the pace down in games, I don't know if you've noticed this, um, with extended highlights on, it's the first time I've really copped players just... Like, I was watching João Mario in midfield. So he's the ball is played to him. He's, he's pretty much middle of the park. Puts his foot in the ball and then he's just he's just watching. He's just like, I'm gonna take a couple of seconds here to just pick out the pass, rather than it just being the typical football manager thing of pass, 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 intercepted, pass, 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 intercepted. It's just like, no, I'm just gonna wait here. I might be kind of running down the clock a little bit. It's like 20 minutes on the clock anyway. Um, But picking out the pass and and trying to be a bit more strategic about stuff. So I could buy into that. 30 minutes in, we have had 10 attempts on goal. Despite playing with 10 men, only two of them are on target. They've had two, one on target. Uh, So in that regard, it's close enough. Just a lot of stuff is coming from range. And just 
as I type it in. Just as I type it in, we come unstuck. Zhao Teixeira ends up dragging Otamendi out of position and makes it 1-0. So we go into the break, we're 1-0 down and we're 10 men down. Uh, or 10 men down, we're down to 10 men, I, I should say. you got an early goal. Did I, oh, sorry, I did. It's 1-0. We did. Yeah. We had the first goal, so it's one all. Uh, we're ten men. Uh, we're down to ten men. Um, but the momentum for the last kind of like thirty-five to forty-five minutes, very much uh, with them. So we keep chipping away in the second half. I end up bringing on Chiquino. I bring on David Neres. Uh, I had Lavaja up top. I bring on Arujo, and then we win a string of corners. I'm like, okay, well, we're still playing with ten, but we're you know possession-wise, we seem to be doing quite well. They they've been good to a point but their their kind of movement in the final third isn't the greatest 77 minutes on the clock David Neres with an absolute peach of a ball Enzo nabs it uh, from Teixeira out on the right wing uh, Teixeira who'd been involved in um, in Chavez's goal uh, lumps it up to Park to Neves he picks it up like a, this is like on a sixpence kind of a Steve Staunton long ball up the park and he's just lobbing it onto the toes of Niall Quinn I don't know if it's ever happened or it'll never happen again but he gets it right in his foot pulls a pa- or pokes it past the keeper on his left hand side and it's 2-1 and I'm thinking could we do this Enzo has absolutely emptied the tank he's been run ragged in midfield trying to hold things together Evander comes on we've been playing for set pieces the entire of the second half we managed to get another 8 or 9 shots away the 5 minutes of added time Arsenal's getting a little bit sloppy draws a yellow card the clock ticks on to 92 minutes 93 minutes they're piling on the pressure it's throw in after throw in we we are trying to get the time to waste. We're giving away the ball with 30 seconds left. There's one highlight that comes in. Grimaldo ends up clearing a cross-field post, a uh, cross-field pass, I should say, from Juninho. We retain possession. We run out the game and it's 2-1, at which side... Shane says the Benfica score genuinely annoys me a chance to make up points after that shit show and uh, we're still all square so yeah have, frustrated me too actually. I've, I've six and this is the thing because now we're at the point of the season all of a sudden in February where you're like I got a chance of doing stuff I'm looking yeah, upwards yeah. I'm nip, I got to pass Shane first and then I got to pass Ken yeah. and, and we retain so we're, we've retained where we are I don't know what the table is but I'm it, 10 off you you're 10 off me Shane, I'm 6 clear so you're, six, so you're six 4 behind you. yeah, you're 4 I'm behind sports yeah, four behind oh, three there. Uh, very quickly for Shane, then we go into uh, uh, Boa Vista on the league side of things. As I, I have a uh, Champions League thing because you've you've a league game as well, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm geez, the Champions I'm not in League anymore. You're definitely not that 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 boat. That Lost boat more this is what like no offense, but those <laughs> your Porto's performance uh, in the Champions League and Sporting's performance in the Champions League are quite possibly two of the worst performances I've ever seen from highly favoured sides in all the years that we're doing this. Do you know when you say that and you layer it with the phrase no offence? Oh, it, yeah. Like, I, are you thinking I'm not going to take offence from being no, I mean, called one of the worst performing sides <laughs> in the history of the Champions League? Like, what, what's your ideology behind it? Like, know, when you're going, no offence, it, like, discussions no. anything I'm about to say. But you like, can, no offence, you're an ugly bastard. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing. It's like, you know, and I, I throw, and it's funny, I had... Uh, that wasn't aimed at you, by the way. No, no, no. But, <laughs> Just uh, the general audience. Uh, I, had, I had been watching something during the week, and it was like, it's like phrases that people use 
you know, I don't know what, the, there's a name on phrases that people mm. use when they say, you know, they don't mean it, but yeah. they actually do mean it. Or they don't mean it, but it's like, you're just going to say it anyway. And no offense is one of those yeah, things. It's like, I don't mean this in any offensive way, but that was really shit. Yeah. It's like, well, of course it's going to offend me. If I'm that kind of a person, it's going to offend me. It's like the sandwich, isn't um, it? Like if, compliment, if it, if it was a compliment. But oh, you left out the other. I left out the good part, part of the sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's just good part of the sandwich. Congratulations on the league form. Oh, this is like European. You the the shit part was the European qualification yes. and, the, and and everything else. And then the good part is the league form and the cup form. And then the other part is uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll fix it up when we when we come to it. Uh, but if it was a case where. I was in I was in this universe by myself, uh, and uh, Benfica and Sporting and Porto were in there, and both Sporting and Porto finished as as the whipping boys of the Champions League oh, groups. Yeah. You'd imagine that would be hard to take. Anyway, all of that aside, Shane has Vista there in ninety, makes five changes, so he's gotten back on track. He was winless in five, uh, and then he gets that four nil win against Casapia. So the front three is all changed. So he's got Edwards back, he's got Beljo back, and he's got no calves in as well he's got Reyes in for Marsa who'd been filling in his left back against Casapia he brings in Dela Cruz for Gravenberch because Gravenberch was hauled off at some point in the last game and he says he needs a striker to score between Belgio Macias and Bastost they haven't been great he said at least Simic scored against Porto do you think that's too much change? I think the Bastost thing and I said it when he signed him like the guy's a romantic he is like you know. You know, you when you speak to him in real life about Ibrahimovic and Cavani, and you're like, you know, you, you try to speak rationally to him, and he, and you say they're not the answer long term for Manchester United. Yeah. And he goes, oh, but I loved them. What the fuck has that got to do with anything? Do you know what I mean? He shouldn't have signed Bastost. Yeah, I'm not claiming to know everything here because I know very little in comparison to yourself and Shane. But I know for a fact when you're trying to fight for the league, it's no good signing a has been. That's well, the truth of it. That's true enough. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody casting Burt Reynolds anymore because Ooh. he's dead, but also because he was too old. There you go. But also because he's dead. But th- that's also Rest in peace, Burt. Th- that's also a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Beljo has gone off the boil, um, barring the fact that uh, they win a penalty three minutes into the game and Beljo converts. And sometimes it's that little thing that could be the catalyst. Mm. He's realised he hasn't scored in a load of games. The penalty is like the perfect way to dust everything off, reset the clock and go again. Yeah. Uh, eight minutes into the game, Edwards thunders one off the crossbar. Beljo clears through, drives it over the bar. 20 minutes into the game, they're all over them. But disaster strikes. He's just back on the pitch because he missed the last game with injury. Edwards goes down, injured again. He's done. He, I'm fairly sure he was either sent off or missed a penalty or was injured against me. I would, I would say Edwards is a bit of a liability for Sporting for the rest of the season. So Garnacho comes on with only 20 minutes gone on it. They go positive, push the tempo. He's counted eight shots from outside the box, despite the instruction being <coughs> work the ball into the box and don't shoot on sight. He has to tell Beljo to retain possession. At halftime, it's 14 shots for Shane, five on target. And I count that score as 1-0 from the penalty on the three-minute mark. 20 minutes pass 25 minutes pass a little bit of Demi Moore and boom second game they go down to 10 men they've got 6 other players on yellow cards could it go to 9? you never know he brings Simic on for Beljo no calves off for Gravenberch Dela Cruz is going to the right wing Dela Cruz 
Yeah, yeah. oh man, he was some player. Jesus, when we were in Argentina and I had him at River Plate and I had wanted to drag him around Europe with me as well. And do you think he would leave South America for me? No. no. Absolutely not. Get Leicester back into the Premier League. Do you think he'd come to me? No, goes to United. And then United don't play him, so he goes to Arsenal. Sick. Uh, so Simic does come on uh, and scores at a long ball from Morita with five minutes to go. Uh, and it's all over. It's 2-0. So that's a good win, I would regard it for Shane. He's keeping the pressure up. Uh, so every time he wins, that means you have to win. And every time you win and he wins, then I have to win. So Yeah, generally. So where do, where do you go? I go to Benfica. Well, no. Not yet. You could come to me. Oh, that's my next game. Oh, that's your next game? That's oh. your next game. My next game. Shit. You see, that's this is a problem. Oh, because I got my Champions because League game Champions in the middle League of it. Game. And this, yeah. was, this was the thing, because I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm like, I've got, ben, I've got Benfica. I am Benfica. Uh, I've got Liverpool on the, must be the Wednesday night? Probably is. Uh, Liverpool on Wednesday. I've got you on Saturday. And then I've got I like don't know. I've got Brad. I'm not sure where the days line. I don't know if there was I a never week. Checked the days. If there was a week between us and Braga, but I'm, I'm fairly sure there was either it was either like seven days, like sorry, not seven days, eight days or ten days between uh, me playing Liverpool, me playing you, and me playing Braga. Oh, I'd imagine. So, and my yeah. heart was broke because it's like I'm looking at the Champions League, going, okay, we came in as the <clears throat> we came in as the runner up in the group to Man City. <laughs> So if we're the if we're the runner up in the group to Man City, um, and Man City are away to Napoli, Inter are still in the competition. Chelsea, Marseille, Milan, uh, Leverkusen, uh, Salzburg, Atletico Madrid, Spurs and Real Madrid, uh, Bayern and Trabzonspor. Like there's so much uh, opposition in there. Uh, it's is it nice to be involved in the Champions League at this stage? Yes. Do I have Champions League ambitions with Benfica? No. I would much rather win uh, the league this year uh, than the Champions League. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, only because I've won the Champions League previously during the podcast side of things. Oh, absolutely. To win, to be in the competition and to win the competition, sure. You kind of look at the game and you go, well, I should be looking to win every game. That makes sense. And I'm in Europe. And the more games I win, the more money I make. And the more money I make, the better off the club is and what everything else that's there. What do you think is bigger generally? If you just, no context, Champions League or League title, what would you choose? How often do you win a League title? Well, this is my rationale for it. So I've posed a question and I'll answer it. Okay. <laughs> um, there's five major leagues in Europe. Yeah. There's however many leagues in general. Yeah. So there's five league winners a year. Major league winners. Yeah. There's one winner of the Champions League. Yeah. For me, the Champions League is more important. Than anything else. Yeah. I think there's levels. And I think the, the league, I think when you're on but this the, side does, of does, Europe, does, we're does. obsessed with Champions Leagues and that. I think if you went into the continent, Man City wouldn't be considered... Not a major force, but I don't think to be considered amongst the elite yeah. as such. Would you not be better served? And th- and this opens up a completely different conversation. I get there's there's five league winners that are in there, and the runners up for most of the competitions go in there. Sometimes it, they're miles apart. Sometimes they're very very mm. close. Um, would it would it not stand more to you if you had all of those teams? in a Super League and you won the Super League as opposed to the Champions League no that's horrible because that's just you've two well you've great I I love the cup competitions despite my slur on the FA Cup there recently uh, or earlier on but you've two real like 
brilliant competitions in each league. Yeah. In the league itself and the Champions League. Combining them does nothing, I don't think. I don't I don't see where the benefit of that was. But like if you if, if you have to because like as as the Champions League goes uh, it still comes down. It still comes down to who's there on the night. You get Trabzonspor. But that's the beauty of it. That's the difference between that and the league. Yeah. Do you not think so? I think that's what. Well, that, that's that, a, like, that's a little. That's kind of like the magic. Oh, the magic of the FA Cup. Yeah, it's there's, like, a, could there's be, a magic attached you know, to the Champions League. Wrexham could go all the way. Notts County yeah. in the FA Cup final. Absolutely possible because it just takes a little joint killing along the way and the favoritism of the of the you know the kind of the rub of the green when it comes to the draw uh, and that side of things. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I just think. Like the Champions League for me, there there's a there's something untangible, yeah, or intangible um, about it. I think, like if you think about Real Madrid, and obviously it pained us as Liverpool fans yeah. that they won the Champions League. And that, but you think about the way they bet PSG mm. coming from two goals behind on aggregate to win it on the night, a oh, huge against Chelsea. Yeah, they win the first leg three one. You think they're out the gap? There's no way Chelsea are going to catch them. And Chelsea come in, go 3-0 up, and Madrid again get the next two goals to somehow survive it. Yeah. And City was the best of them all in the sense they were battered at the Etihad. Somehow come away with a 4-3 defeat. And then in the final moments at the Bernabeu, from, <laughs> from again, from there, there was about 100 and, 100 and whatever, 180 minutes played at this point at the two legs. And Man City were so far superior to them. And yet Real Madrid find a way through and then obviously they win the Champions League final yeah. against Liverpool. I don't think you can get that in the league no, as that's, such. That's, diff- that's different gravy, but that's 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 coming up against top-tier opposition yes. at each stage of that's what I mean. the competition. But I think it, if you had that all the time in a Super League, I just think it would just dilute the whole thing. Oh, There'd be nothing it, to it. It, like, it, it, probably, just be, it probably would, yeah. but... Is like, would you rather win the Champions? Would you rather win the Champions League, or would you rather win the Champions League by having beaten the very best in each country along the way? The draw, the draw can deny you that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you, but there, there's there's skill. There's a skill to it. Like there's oh, yeah. a, there's a skill to winning a Premier League. You have to be very consistent or, or a league title. Hundred percent. Yeah. Whereas there's also a skill in picking your moments in the Champions League or yeah. whatever it may be. And for me, there's certain teams that have been able to do the league stuff, yeah, all well and good. But they haven't been able to do the Champions League stuff. Yeah. And people say, oh, "Look, and it's this and it's that." It's not. There's two different challenges posed to you. And while you might have been able to complete one, yeah. you have to be able to complete the other. And don't blame it on the format or the nature of the competition. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, the great teams win both. Simple as. Oh, interesting. Okay, so we got to see then if Benfica is going to be a great team, uh, <laughs> and where and where where are my Champions League ambitions like. I think the Champions League at this stage for me would be and and like and this is more maybe it's more of a podcast thing or a gaming thing. I think that the excitement is going to be within the league because, uh, like, is it we're, because we're involved though? Because myself well, and Shane. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. Like, if I if it was a case of if I'm playing something on my own football manager wise, I'm like, oh, I'm still in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, Brilliant. Yeah. No, I'm literally that, competing yeah. against myself. And if I go and I win the Champions League, it doesn't mean anything to anybody else bar me. Yeah. If I get knocked out of the Champions League, it doesn't really mean anything else to anyone bar me. But if you end up winning the league, 
yeah. between the three of us or if Shane ends up winning the league or if I end up winning the league or if everybody shits the bed and Braga come back or, <laughs> or Gamaraj, you know, hit this incredible run of form and we completely bottle it like I did at the last day of the league in, in Syria Looking a couple of years back. Uh, anyway, we'll go back and we'll go, we'll hit Liverpool. It's the last 16. It's the first leg at home. I make a couple of changes because uh, I've got you on the way next uh, Alex Grimaldo uh, I drop out uh, a yellow card in the last side of things and a, la- a kind of like being run down on the fitness and then he's upset troubled I'm told about being left out of the Champions League squad to face Liverpool I've got Ristich playing on, in uh, in front of him uh, I, like five or six others also feel Grimaldo should have been picked uh, based on his form I'm like yeah Absolutely, but form and fitness and everything else doesn't matter. I'm not home. Uh, and I also have a big league game that's coming up. Uh, apprehensive as Mo Salah is physically stronger, says Julian Draxler. He's upset going into the game. So they start with Jota on top. No sign of Darwin Nunes. Uh, Diaz and Salah are in there. They've got Barella in midfield, who I had at Inter, who is an absolute baller and spoiler alert he ends up running the show for this one four minutes in I realise it's a fairly big ask Liverpool are pacey as uh, Otamendi denies Nabi Keita a sure goal like absolute sure goal this is last ditch no, tackle Nabi stuff Nabi is over no offence I, I know yeah um, Luis Diaz did all the work uh, two minutes later Luis Diaz has the ball in the back of the net and it's Nabi Keita supplying Luis Diaz where is this coming out if he's totally unmarked Gilberto not picking him up at all seven minutes into the game uh, Jota has Liverpool 2-0 up Trent Alexander-Arnold back in the squad after a game or two out lovely ball to Salah Salah to Barella and then Barella does all the work he gets into the box fires across the goal this was so poor my keeper dives for the ball so he's instantly out of position well he's not out of position he's diving for the ball but Otamendi moves in his way so the ball stops at Otamendi's feet like from an animation point of view the keeper has moved is falling for the ball if Otamendi is not there he's going to save it Otamendi moves in his way it's like <laughs> it's like if I flick uh, I flick something off the pen here and then it just falls on his floor and Jota's literally standing beside Otamendi and just puts a foot in it and it's in the back of the net it's like he's literally standing on the line Otamendi is such a headbanger oh I my love him. god I love him he was man in a match in the World Cup then boom gives away a penalty finds a way back for but Fred. this is the thing he's and brilliant then, and I'm seeing this and like he's, I fucking love that he's already signed a pre-contract with Inter so he's gone at the end of the season but it's like he can be so good and if I bring him on at half time he can be exact even like fucking 34 or 35 years old he can be exactly oh, yeah. what I need he can throw the armband back on he can boss the defence he can run the midfield he is firing through balls like they're nobody's business and then you get some clown movement like this at the start of it and 7 minutes on the clock against Liverpool at home we're 2-0 down Jeez. 7 minutes 7 minutes in 2-0 oh, yeah. down Levaja makes it 2-1 Ooh, 20 in minutes it. in back in the game only VAR says get the fuck out of here Dan Juma had this lovely flick on Livaja goes around Allison, slots home he was uh, straight offside get to half time it's 2-0 at half time I realised that my highlights were set to full match I don't know how that happened so I was wondering why things were taking so long I make a treble sub oh, at 55 Arsenez Fabio Martins and Arujo come on uh, Jean-Mario Draxler and Livaja are all off because they're all hitting like 6 Rafa is getting wound up he's furious he's so close to being sent off he comes off for Evander in 61 now 
you know, there's a little bit of like, will I need these guys for the next match? Maybe, maybe so. Uh, Arujo with the best chance. He almost lobs Allison from the edge of the box. But Allison, I swear to God, I don't know where the pace comes out of. He's able to run back and just get a hand to it. It's like one of them pure TV highlight match of the day jobs going, did you see Allison save? I did. He did it against me. Second half turns into the last 10 minutes. Uh, we throw caution to the wind, but we're getting overrun everywhere. They have popped off 20 shots on goal in the second half. RXG is 1.16 despite the fact that we have nothing to show for it, uh, mostly from the second half. Uh, they're just a better side in all areas of the pitch. The two early goals kill the game. Uh, even Henderson comes on, uh, Curtis Jones comes on, Costas comes on, they all get game time. In fairness, lucky not to give away a penalty in injury time. Luis Diaz, another potential case of attempted murder in the box, but the referee just waved it on and pointed out for the throw-in. Uh, so uh, Liverpool coast past Benfica, I'm told, because they featured a number of exceptionally quick players, used them to full effect, ran out winners on a wet evening in Portugal. And an error from my goalkeeper allowed Diaz to score the first one. An error from Otamendi allowed uh, Jota to score the second goal. 2 0 down. Uh, we have a second leg. We got to go to Anfield. Could we turn it around? Absolutely. Very possible. Will no we chance. score at Anfield? 100%. No chance. I had no Ramos. I had a couple of other players that I could have done with. Um, and I think I will go and I will take on Liverpool uh, and play a very different game in the second leg. No chance. That's what you think. No chance. That's what you think. You have no hope. I have all the hope. No hope. I have so much hope. No. And then we got to play Porto. This is where this is where because we're like we're we're just we're just about done and dusted uh, podcast wise because I think this is oh no we don't we've got one game left each I do yeah I after have this the game and days. another game yeah so uh, this game both very eventful um, the bookies made Benfica slight favourites yeah Ken seven because to f- I have, a, seven I to have five. a bone to pick why with you what did I do. Shit, I lost me notes. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Hold on a minute. Don't stop the podcast. Benfica are up next in the old Classico derby. That's a fact. Yeah. This next sentence is not is a fact, but who it's coming from, what he said is not factual. Ken says that he's the underdog in the media, despite the fact he's 10 points clear of me at the top of the table. <laughs> the f- what the fuck? Yeah. I read that. I was like, this is bullshit. First off, he turns up at my fucking Portuguese cup game against Sport and Lisbon, like some sort of fucking Soviet spy from a bygone era. And then he comes yeah. out with this. He's <laughs> the underdog. But you know He's what? top of the league. <laughs> but you know what's you know what's funny? Um what's fun- I didn't realise and maybe it's one of these things where you were just like delegation, delegation, delegation. You're not doing press conferences. Oh, I did fucking no press conferences. Yeah. And then I'd seen that. I was like, will I do a press conference? But then the laziness gene in me overwhelmed me and uh, I didn't do the press conference. I left it to Bruno to do the press conference and um, he says some strange stuff too, but I just leave him to it anyway. Oh, fair um, enough. But yeah, I could not believe that. What was that? Were you trying to put the pressure on me or something? I uh, Just more into the players and just see if they go, oh, you know, maybe just uh, put a little bit of doubt in there, put a little bit of pressure pressure back on Porto pure mind games I find myself against opposition managers I think I've had a reasonably positive track record in press conference mind games but it's very easy in football managing you just just gotta like pick the pick one of the I took the what's that thing you take when you don't want to swear under oath took the seventh I took the four I don't know 
There's a word for oh, it. Oh, anyway. plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. I pleaded the fifth. <laughs> I pleaded the fifth. Didn't need to get into a war of words. That, that's an American side of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our form is what I would call fairly erratic in the league. We've a, we've a loss, a win, a draw, and then a win and uh, a loss. Have you? As well, yeah. Oh, sorry, not in the league in general. Oh, in, in the last five yeah, games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've just played. Uh, we've just so if this is Saturday. It was the Wednesday night game for the Champions League. So we've just played Porto, or not just played Porto. We uh, are about to play Porto. We've just played Liverpool. I'm also conscious of the time because we got a we got a couple of minutes to wrap all of this up. I've got no Ramos. I've got no Martins. Teremi seems to be on form. We make a couple of changes. Arujo starts up top in place of Levaja. Arsenez comes in for João Mario in the middle and I move him out onto the left-hand side, which puts Dan Juma on the bench and David Neres starts in place of Julian Draxler because um, he was kind of, he was outdone in the in the Liverpool match. Manaf is in for the ill João Mario at right back. That's the only change I make. Okay. First of note for me, is on 17 minutes. Really? Yeah. I have he has a chance after 10 minutes but it's well blocked. All right. I don't know who I don't know who that was. Neither do I because as you can tell there's absolutely no detail in that. And there's no there wasn't an awful lot of detail in the early part of the game. But yeah. after 17 minutes Morato plays to Enzo. He finds Arujo who's on the edge of the D. Now before the game and this is the only reason Arujo starts I'm told that after a long time in training Arujo is finally able to hit the ball first time and this is exactly what he does he gets on the end of that ball from Enzo he's on the edge of the D turns snaps at it first time boom the right hand side of the goal it was an absolute Corker. It was a brilliant finish to make it one 0 But it was terrible. Did you see how you got the ball? Mm. It just aimlessly went back to my goalkeeper, and he booted it back to you yeah. without even looking up to try and find the pass. Yeah, it was just dreadful. And you just worked it the whole way up the pitch very easily. I must say, I don't know where my midfield went at all. And then it was some finish. It was glorious. Yeah. Uh, Autumn Mendy, we were talking about this in the office earlier on. Somewhere between that goal and the 24th, 25th minute, um, you are... Hold on. S- I, I, have, I, have the, I have a golden opportunity straight from the kickoff. Yeah. You don't remember this? This is the one that Autumn Mendy well, clears... Going, going, yeah, 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 yeah clear, Clears off the line. Yeah, yeah. This was pure like, that should have been one off. Oh, yeah, and Autumn Mendy, who I've just fucking berated after his performance against Liverpool, comes in with this life-saving, mm. toe-poking keeper as well keeper is well beaten and he just manages to hook a foot onto it and yeah. fish it off the line oh it was incredible it was Taremi with the chance and he missed a golden opportunity I have to say because while Otamendi did brilliantly Taremi put no power behind the chip no yeah. power could have done could have done better poor 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 um, Porto go close with a corner two minutes later yeah free kick no free kick that's headed over the bar okay. yeah. something like that um I have down here, he is dominating. You really were. Yeah. You really were. Now, I had a Franco. I had a couple of free kicks in this game, very close to the goal. Actually, Franco, uh, Franco I thought, was doing quite well for you. Yeah. Like, uh, on the set-piece side. He's and I couldn't right. tell. Because yeah, Otavio's good at Because, like, we were telling, you know, uh, instructing people to ease off tackles, stay on the feet, but yet we kept giving away set-piece opportunities. Yeah, you did. I yeah. had a lot of corners in this game. Yeah. And a lot of corners that stemmed from free kicks. Yeah. But I did, I did very little with them, which usually I would do Well, I'd win a penalty or something. That's something that I've been doing a lot recently. But uh, I just have here, Franco has a free kick that's easily saved. Uh, I have a chance from a wide free kick that's headed over. Uh, 
and Manafa had a big chance for me at the end. It was a counter attack, um, but you, your keeper saved it. Vla- how, do you, how do you pronounce that? Vladikodimus? Vladikodimus. 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 The Greek goalkeeper. Shakadimus. Uh, so that was it. Half time then 1 0. Half time was 1 0. I had Rafa going a mad solo effort coming up to half time. Yeah, yeah, just what I was talking about yeah, earlier. Just, where just, they were just, up, yeah, through the defense, just like yeah. ended up firing straight at the keeper. Nothing for him. So we're 1 0 up. Uh, we have 39% of the ball. Yeah. Three shots on target. From, and this is the funny thing, 39% of the ball, but it looks like we're dominating <laughs> all the, the play. We've had three I shots on target it. from 11. We've 1.49 on the XG. We've we've won two corners, but we're so stop-start with all the fouls we're giving away in our third Yeah, the there is a bit of that, but you were the better. You looked a lot more dangerous than I did. It was like it's... I had seven shots compared to your mm. 11. Again, four on target, which, as I said, is a trend. Uh, good shots on target to shots ratio. Um, XG was 1.04 to 1.49 which was a bit surprised with I thought actually you would be XG one greater than mine yeah, yeah. really I thought you were deserving of your 1-0 lead I couldn't believe I had 61% possession at half time yeah I didn't create I, like, I huffed and puffed but I didn't really do anything like it I mean I a chance at the end that was about it tactically uh, Taremi kind of boxed out of the first half oh I yeah a not kind of completely really other than the fact that he should have scored um, yeah comes in at half time with a 6.5 Otavio who I didn't pay enough attention to is coming in on a 6.6 but whatever change you made you kind of unlock him a little bit in the second half like we give I bring Joe Mario back to the midfield and I stick Drax on the left wing in the second half I have Rafa back as an AMC so he spent like, I had made a little kind of positional change kind of towards the towards the end of the first half because I felt the pressure was starting to mount a little bit and put Rafa out in the wing Grimaldo's on the yellow I need to watch him but then you go 3-4-1-2 for the second half I do um, now this was this the, the reasoning behind this you had completely found me out in the first half, yeah. I felt. I, I actually don't think the stats showed that as much as I felt the general feeling I had watching the game. Um, and I was thinking, right, you know, I've been doing this podcast a fair length at this stage. He's going to either think I'm going to go to a diamond or a flat 4-4-2 or something like that. Yeah. I have to go two up top. But what if I go to a five at the back? That's something I've never done before. He won't know what to do. So I did go to five at the back. Now, this was very risky on my part because my back three is Cardozo and Carmel. Fine, they're my two centre-backs. Yeah. And Manafa. Now, Manafa is t- an attacking right back, but I was like, yeah, he's got a bit of pace. I'm probably going to get countered on. He might recover. Sanusi goes to left wing back. He can do that, no problem. He's an attacking full back as well. Uh, my midfield then is Gruwich, Uribe, and Otavio is behind the two strikers. Tony Martinez comes on, uh, goes up front with Taremi. He comes on for Franco. And then the other one that is a bit risky is Ivan Nilsson playing right wing back. Now, Ivan Nilsson is a winger that if you were short a striker, you'd put him up front. Yeah. You wouldn't be getting him near the defence. But I was like, I kind of need him on the pitch in case I'm going to have to change the formation 10 or 15 minutes in here. Yeah, because he's I, an important player for you, me. Had you played him on the left wing in the first half? I had. No, he always plays. Well, he's, it's more of an inverted forward role yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Franco playing out wide. But um, he's brilliant, I have to say. Even. I love wingers like that. Like, in real life, the likes of Manny or that. But they, they get. They get goals, they get assists, they get in where yeah. it hurts. You know, there's a lot of flaky wingers that just you know do 
good bit of skills, uh, get across in the box. It's nothing really, but it looks cool. Uh, but there's no substance to what they do. Even Nilsson does, but that's why I kept him on the pitch, even though ideally he's not a right wing back. Yeah, yeah. So I go to a 3-5-2, um, and I actually think it works pretty well from the off here in the second half. Uh, it does. Uh because it's all about you in the second half. It is really the first, the Thanks, first, man. first ten, fifteen minutes um, are very, are very fruitful. Yeah, Sanusi has a free kick. It's brilliantly saved. Um, but I again have a lot of corners as I did in the first half. Uh, nothing coming from it, and then boom, counter attack. I think it was this was from your corner, ironically. Yeah, um, comes down the wing. Sanusi. Bombs forward on the break. Slipped in Martinez. Now, your defence was poor here. I thought, I thought it was way too easy. It was, because yeah. fucking Enzo went up for the header. Yeah, and I think missed all, the, yeah. And missed the header. And then all of a sudden, the ball is at, is at Martinez's yeah, feet. Yeah, Martinez has a one-on-one. First shot since he came on. He's been a brilliant impact sub all season. Boom! Biggest game of the season to date. Finds the back of the net. Big game player. One all on the hour mark. I'm buzzing at this stage. <laughs> Buzzing. I go positive at this stage because I'm like, oh, this wow. is it. Like, I'm 10 points behind Ken. I've beaten Shane. I need to beat Ken. I'm not going to play him again because he's out of the Portuguese Cup. Yeah. I have to go for it if I'm to have any chance to win the title. If, I've, if I'm to have any sort of bragging rights whatsoever, I need to go and try and win this game. And also something I didn't point out, even though I'm on a bit of a rant here at the moment, is the fact that you were the first team to score against me in seven games. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, so um, well done. So, uh, well, uh, you know, since we scored, we haven't been up to an awful lot. No. 66 minutes on the clock. I've got a huge solo effort from Ristich who lets fly. I actually thought, uh, and it was, again, it's kind of a match engine thing. I'd actually thought that Costa was carrying or had carried the ball off the, the line. So I, I think there's about 20 minutes left to play in this game, but it's really only into the last 10 minutes where it all kind of it all kicks off yeah it erupts really doesn't like it it's this, just... this is where we get into probably one of the most enjoyable games that we've played uh, in ages Cardoso who's part of your back three and your yes. fancy three five two yes very fancy sees red he does he does he sent off uh, you were true on goal really weren't you it was yeah. just around the edge of the box now maybe there's half an argument. I think that there were some recovering defenders. I don't think so. In reality, I think you were going to get a shot off one on one with my keeper quite close to the goal. So I couldn't have too many complaints um, about the right car, to be fair. And then I have a decision to make because the game stops for a good period because I have a pause, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is why yeah, the game stopped because yes. I'm just sitting there going, so, yeah. and then the black bar comes up at the bottom going, waiting for yeah. Robbie Dowling. I'm like, oh my God, he's like, <laughs> he is so torn. Oh, yeah. like, where exactly is this going? Because as I said, at this stage, I was playing three, when I, once I got the equaliser, I was playing 3-5-2. There's half an hour to go. 3-5-2, I don't usually play. Oh, geez, there's there's half, only 10 yeah. minutes to go. But half an hour once I got the equaliser. So as I was saying... Oh, uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, the equaliser yeah, half On the error mark. And yeah, then yeah. I go positive because I'm yeah. like, as I said, fuck it. I have to win the game to have any chance to win the league. I have to win the game to have any chance of beating Ken this season. I need to win this game, basically. Yeah. Then Cardozo, who has been in phenomenal form... Um, part of that team that that got six consecutive clean sheets in the league gets sent off there's 10 minutes to go that doesn't change the fact I still have to win the game that doesn't change the fact that I haven't beaten Ken all year so I'm like fuck it we ain't going 3-5-2 <laughs> we're going 2-5-2 <laughs> now in all my life watching playing football I, I have been immersed in this sport for like 
the majority of my life. I've never seen a 2-5-2 formation in my... L- ever! It's just not a thing that you do. But I did it because I am a fucking weird person at the best of times. So I'm like, fuck a 2-5-2. Bearing in mind you have a free kick to come, but I'm like, no doubt he'll miss the free kick. It's going to yeah. be one all with 10 minutes to go. I'm going 2-5-2. I'm going attacking. We're going to win this in the most incredible fashion. And then Ristich takes a free kick. He does. And... So I don't know why Joe Mario didn't take the free kick, unless I had I may I may have taken him off or just not have played him at this stage. I can't remember now. We're so far into the game. And and normally, normally it's Grimaldo that's taking the free kick, and I'd be looking at it going, Grimaldo be all right. He'll he'll have a chance. He'll have he's in with a shoot. Ristich steps up over the ball. Ten minutes to go. Left foot around the outside of the wall and absolutely. Sticks oh. it, and you're you're not on the chat, oh, and Jesus. Shane is seething, and I am absolutely hopping oh around, hopping this, around this the room at home. Also hopping around. The it's room. actually at this point where Shane's notes gone. It's like <laughs> I go for a fag because Ken is up, and I'm so annoyed, <laughs> so annoyed because so like second second game running, it looks like I'm about to snatch victory from the jaws of the feet and that's what I thought was going to yeah, happen well, just on that goal yeah I just want to say I have it in my notes here because obviously I just went on a big spree about how I'm going to win this game from 10 men 1 all 2-5-2 two, two. it's going to be amazing Yeah. then Ristich scores Ristich scores a free kick which is a bit of a joke my anger levels were like through the roof like I was going ballistic because the keeper should have saved the kid. Yeah. Now, it was a great free kick. You, you know, it was one of those beauties that you curl around the wall. Um, the wall couldn't do anything about it. But for fuck's sake, it wasn't in the bottom corner or the top corner or anything. It was no, close it was just, to the middle. It was just of the middle goal. of the goal. Yeah. And I was fucking seeding at this point. I was seeding, to be fair. But it was like, cool heads, Rob. Cool heads. Win games. Cool bullshit. heads. Win leagues. Bullshit. So I was like, fuck it. Team Freddy has that serious bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, but then, I mean, I just got to say, I level two all. You do? Against all the odds, Otavio yeah. scores from nowhere. Yeah. Um, I've gone very attacking at this point. Still playing 2-5-2. Two, out on my feet against superior opposition which I have to admit to and the ball it just and this is where I will say right without giving praise the first goal comes from me changing the formation because Sanusi's able to bomb forward from the left yep. and I have an extra man up top with Martinez that wouldn't be there otherwise Correct. the second goal also comes from that because the ball goes long I think you got, you had it in a good position around left of centre of the goal around the edge of my box I get it back. It goes long. But because I'm still playing 2-5-2 and Otavio is playing behind Taremi and Martinez, there's three players up the pitch. Now, it's very mm-hmm. risky. I'm going very attacking at this point, down to 10 men. But it goes long and Taremi gathers it. And once he gathers it, there's tr- two other players with him and two very yeah, talented cause, players. Because I've already pushed up, so yes. I'm after opening up. So I couldn't believe how it. open up. I couldn't yeah. believe how open up. As soon as soon as I saw the highlight, I was yeah. like, "Where, where is everybody I gone?" Believe it, but I was like, "Still, I'm going to do well here to get anything out of it." Taremi just squares a flat pass about 25 yards out from goal to Octavio Martinez makes an important run because he drags the defender the other way. I'm not sure if you noticed it. Uh, and Octavio has a free shot from 25 yards, and it's a beaut. 
And maybe it maybe you were frustrated with your keeper. With Daisy Cutter that just nips right into the bottom, bottom corner. corner. Now I fell off the chair when that went in. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I, honest to God, I did. Now I, I play in a, in a bedroom, so like my head hit the side of the bed. Jesus I didn't even fucking Christ. notice until this morning when I woke up with a fucking sore and headache. But it was just, I, it was it. I was like, I just don't know why this game grabbed me so much. Obviously, it was the most action-packed game we've had. And yeah, it was yeah. against you as well, so it was like your point earlier that Plus, it probably were, means more to win the league because you're playing against you were You were spanked in the first game. Yeah. Like, that was a dark day. Like, heavily. And I also got a man sent off in that one too. Yeah. Um, but this is too all, and I'm like, fuck it. I can't believe I've done it. Yeah, I but, can't believe I've come this back is... from, from, the, from nowhere to grab a very unlikely point. What a draw this would have been. Wouldn't you admit that, Ken? Wouldn't you accept that? I, what a draw. I, poor result for you if this ended in a draw. Really poor. Well, Imagine it, if you had lost. The, the board had, in fairness, the board had uh, looked for the draw. The fans thought we were going to yep. get the draw. Uh, and when the free kick went in, I'm like, hmm, I smell blood. Down to 10 men. Chance to push on. Cool Look like there's a few, that's despite the fact that you know there's an o- there's an awful lot of lads on red hearts, and I <laughs> I, I don't have uh, I don't have too much left in terms of opportunities to bring anybody off uh, the bench. Um, so we go like uh, we go full Leroy Jenkins on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm talking very attacking. I'm pushing up Rafa's. Rafa's back in and the shadow striker I'm thinking this is going to be it and then you fucking dickhead <laughs> 89 minutes on the clock and I'm, and I'm like and I hadn't been watching him in the first half and this is what I said like a couple of minutes ago I hadn't been watching him in the first half and haven't whether it was the extra man in midfield or the extra two in midfield or the the higher press but whatever whatever the the consequence of change is is that you unlocked something in Otavio in the second half that I neglected to consider in I the don't first even know half. If it was the second half. Was it just last five minutes? Really, yeah, wasn't but it? like his because he was he was on like a six point five, six point six yeah. going into halftime, and I'm like, that's pretty average for your attacking yeah. midfielder. He should be supplying a ball, and like we had done well at that stage to kind of keep him quiet and keep um and keep Taremi quiet. But bringing in Martinez means that okay, now you got somebody who you can play a little ping pong between the three of them. He stayed where he was. He didn't move out of the spot. Uh, we were after pushing up. I had pulled. The, I had pulled Louise I think I had Louise as a defensive mid at this stage and then drag him up to, to midfield to try and get a little bit more going in the attack and chase the game rather than going do you know what there's 10 minutes here in this we're 2-1 down to 10 men could do what I would do against fucking opposition what and go, were you doing Ken? I was, was it a bit like I was I was thinking I have a third one and if I get a third I was like, goal this is a bit of hubris now this is a bit like he wants to really show me not, that no, he not, knows his stuff no not I at all fucked. I think if, if I was playing I couldn't believe how open you were like if I was playing uh, AI opposition as soon as like I I've, I just have this thing it's like yeah. AI opposition doesn't matter what time of the game it is if they're going down to 10 men they're going cautious they're going this they're going that you can start to see like formation yeah. change they'll kind of box up they'll get a little bit defensive looking for a couple of gaps and like but you were I think I think you in, in the position that you were in it was just like now, why the fuck would I play cautious football yeah. or defensive football? I don't have anything to protect here, I, and I have probably have way more to gain by keep driving on for the result. I had absolutely nothing to lose at this point, yeah. really. And um, when Otavia gets the third goal, uh, what do I say? Go to very, de- I go to very defensive. <laughs> yeah, because I got nothing out of the last yeah. like five minutes well, of added my time. My brother was there with me. You now my brother is fifteen year, fourteen years of age. Sorry, Carmack. Um, 
and he plays football manager. Now, okay. obviously, I don't. As I said, or uh, to start this podcast, my two brothers play, older brother, younger brother. I haven't until now. And it's 2-5-2, and as I said, I've hit my head off the bed. I'm going absolutely mad. I'm now 3-2 up, and I'm like... So I was going atta- very attacking. Oh, no, attacking yeah. at this point with a 2-5-2 formation against Ken. And so I'm 3-2. I'm like, this victory means everything to me. I have to hang on now. I go very defensive. But my brother points out that I'm still playing 2-5-2. So at this stage, I was like, I have a decision to make. I was like, fuck it. How many people can say they were 2-1 down with 10 men with less than 10 minutes to go against their biggest rivals and come out winning 3-2 in a 2-5-2 formation? Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'm staying with the 2-5-2. Now, it was very risky, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, so I literally just, you know, crawled over the line, as I said, and... I come out with the most amazing of victories in what can only be described as the game that has made me fall in love with Football Manager. It's, and, mo- it's uh, moments like these. Yeah, no, that was the, I, I sent that into the chat last night. It was when the full time whistle went. It was just, it was everything you'd want in a game and in r- real life football rolled into one. Yeah, it was just in. I keep saying the word just, but <laughs> it was. Unlike anything I'd experienced for quite some time, because as I said at the start of this podcast too, I know I've done a lot of um, callbacks now at this stage, I've completely, just completely scrapped FIFA. I don't play it anymore. I don't like it anymore. And it used to be the only game I played, as I said again at the start, I'm not a gamer. I played FIFA and I played a couple of other games, Mario Kart, whatever it may be. But this reminded me of the highest of heights in FIFA when I loved that game. And it's taken a while because I just haven't really... I've enjoyed this, but I haven't... As I said last week, I think it was last week on the podcast, I haven't been getting the rush. Do you know that rush that yeah, you want yeah, from yeah, a game yeah. or whatever it may be? Um, and it was just... Yeah, it was it was brilliant. Uh, I win 3-2. I'm 11 unbeaten. Yeah. And 7 off the lead. Yeah, and my unbeaten run is fucked as a result. Do you know, Do you know? by the way, sorry, I just wanted to say, you go 2-1 up, so there's a couple of things, obviously I said, as I mentioned constantly now, I haven't beaten you, and I have to win to have any chance to win the league. Yeah. I haven't lost a home in any, com- well I did lose in the Champions League, sorry, but I haven't lost a home domestically in any competition. So I was like, Kenny's going to be the first person to beat me at home, I'm not going to have any chance of beating him, and I'm going to be out and running for the league, yeah. all in the one goal. Not bad, is it? I can't. I was like, I can't fucking do the podcast. <laughs> so when Otavio turns up, I was like, this is just fucking. This is the added spice that I, keeps, I love. That that's going to keep the next I three or four episodes. Yeah, so yeah, tight. it's true, isn't it? <laughs> it's true. You nearly think it was made up. <laughs> um, but Otavio, I love big game players like that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and I, my final note on the game: uh, Otamendi was at fault for two of those three goals. Time for a rest. <laughs> Done. Headbanger. Good luck. Hashtag dropped. So uh, Shane had gone for a smoke. Oh, he was Christ. so annoyed. And then he comes back and Robbie wins. He's disgusted. Was uh, he? Oh, yeah. I don't think there was no please with uh, that game, though, was Edwards it? was out for five weeks. He's only after coming back from injury. The formation change, he says, though, was working. Ignacio suspended for his next game. He's got no Ribeiro. Uh, he was an injured young winger. Options are getting limited. He says, thank fuck. He brings in Garnacho. A C plus rating I'm not quite sure what the C plus rating is for maybe in the last match disappointed he has no increase to commercial revenue devastated oh the board are devastated 
that he hasn't signed any under 23 players for the first team. Uh, it is a new board though, so the Belgio transfer isn't being accounted for. It's just the January deals. Fuck these guys, the game is against them. So Shane finishes out this week with a game against uh, Gumarish, who you've just played as well. Gravenberch is back in. Marsa has to play as a centre back for Ignacio. We played him as a left back two games ago. 16 minutes into the game, he says they're on top, busting off shots. They're not threatening. But 20 minutes, they score with the first shot again. Fuck this game. 34 minutes in, it's been all them. 45 minutes in, 2 0 down from a corner. Shane is away from home. Fuck this game. Again, with seven exclamation marks, and then it starts to get a little bit incomprehensible. He roars at them at half time. He goes for two, 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 two. Brings on Simic for Gravenberch. On the hour mark, he's bringing on Bastost for Belgio. Belgio's not fire. Delacost. Dela Cruz for Garnacho. This is shocking. Playing Marsa as a centre back has ruined me. He hits the crossbar with 66. Still in with a chance. He goes 3 2 2 3. He has Masios <laughs> on Nito. Masios on for Nito to be a third centre back. Before the change <coughs> made, it's 3 0. Piss poor, he says. Piss fucking poor. Spelled F U I C. K-I-N-G uh, He says I want to quit this game How can we put in Such a poor performance 19 shots No goals Again A fucking Again yeah, But that happens But I think You know Shane's not here To defend himself So I'll go on the attack um, <laughs> <laughs> Right He goes on about Fuck this game And the game's a joke And there's a conspiracy In that Now obviously It's a bit tongue in cheek But he means Some of it too you got to look at yourself in the mirror, man. He was top of the league not too long ago. Yep. He's completely and utterly dropped off the pace. Yeah. To the point now after that result, I have an opportunity to go within a point of him. Which is yeah. a bit of a joke when you consider how poor I was at the start. Now look, I've gone on a good run. I'm 11 on beat and heading into my next one. But like, he has a lot to answer for, in my opinion. And I'm sorry now, Shane, but... This is a chance for me to slag you, and obviously I'm not gonna not take that chance. You got to put the knife in when you get a chance to put the knife in, hundred percent, and twist it with so, a bit of salt. Before we run out of time, absolutely entirely, having just had the most amazing game, we have uh, a chance to. So that result means that I have a chance to put a little bit of distance between myself and Shane, and potentially you have a chance to close the distance between yourself and Shane. I do. Where do you want to start? I will Where go to Braga. Go? Very okay. quickly. You go to Gra- you go to I'm going to go to Braga then. because Jesus Christ, when the games come, they come. Liverpool, then Porto, then Braga in the space of a week. You must have Liverpool after Braga again, do you? Uh, I will do, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is Liverpool, then Porto, then Braga, then Liverpool. You can see how my month is, is starting <laughs> to go. I lose Morato for a week uh, and he's been brilliant for me. Uh, Gilberto has also gone for the match. I have an entirely new back four, which looks like Ristich, uh, Silva as an under-21, Verissimo, who wants out of the club, and bah, who I don't get to play an awful lot. Second, third choice maybe on the right back side. I concede a free kick 30 yards out with eight minutes on the clock. They're able to get Abel Ruiz onto the back post and they're 1-0 up. And I'm like... I've just been beaten. They went one 0 up. Yeah. Oh jeez, if I had a spot of that, it would have been like. Oh yeah. It wasn't. So I've lost to Liverpool. Uh, I've just been beaten by Porto with like last gas goal. Yeah, in the most amazing fashion. And now eight minutes into this game, I'm conceding again early goals. Wow. Um, Fourteen minutes though. 
Enzo Fernandez. I know he's gone to Chelsea in real life. I said it on Twitter during the week. I'm going to relish playing with this kid at Benfica for as long as I can because he is glorious. Rafa, Ristich, Arsenas, all combined. Edge of the box. Lavage is in there as a shadow striker. He rolls one out to Enzo, who's about 20, 22 yards out. Whips it. First time, one all. Spectacular goal. One all. They signed him for £6 million in June. And then flog him on for a hundred and for a minute for his release fee. Boca Juniors have got thirty four million pounds for Enzo Fernandez. Six million of that came from the direct transfer to Benfica. Twenty eight million came from a sell on clause by Chelsea. Not bad, is it? Decent, decent business. There's a lot of things done for, for River. There, for but River the main Blade. thing is yeah. what the fuck are Chelsea doing? But anyway, continue. Arsenal and Ramos combine, baby. 36 minutes. My Norwegian workhorse, having started in place of Joe Mario, is having an absolutely blinding first half. Uh, we've exceeded the XG uh, by half time. We're 2 0 up with uh, 0.95 on the clock. We've won three corners. The game is fairly even, mind you. We need another goal to settle it. It's 2-1 at the break. Not the ideal to try it, not the ideal time for me to try this, but I decide that for the second half, I'm going to go two up top and I'm going to play direct football. I'm going to see what the story is here. Because Goncalo Ramos needs to come back from injury. Lavage is knocking around as a shadow striker and Arujo's on the bench. I have Rafa out on the right wing. 52 minutes on the clock. He finds a little bit of space. Whips one in for Ramos, who's on at halftime. He's in the box. He's on his own. He's the one. That, yeah, he's in the box and he's on his own, despite the fact that I said I'd play two up top, but he's very much in there on his own. Slides at the ball. He can't hit the target. I'm like, fuck it. It's still 2-1. It's Braga. They're piling on the pressure. 63 minutes just, and I'm about to take Fabio Martins off, who you might remember is back from suspension after his attempted murder case two weeks ago. He goes and he scores. An absolute dinger of a header. Floated cross into the middle of the box. He gets up. He gets up over everybody. It's 3-1. Ristich whips in a free kick, as he likes these free kicks now. 77 minutes on the clock. Verissimo finishes it inside the six-yard box. I've got Evander, Danjuma and Draxler all on with Martins, Rafa and Levaja coming off. All of a sudden, it's 4-1. Even John Brooks comes on, Chiquino comes on, gets a bit of game time. We run out the clock for the last 10-15 minutes and pick up a 4-1 win. Levaja, in fairness to him, he was putting all the supply in up top. He's pissed off to be coming off with 20 minutes to go. But we get 4-1. Exactly what I needed, which puts the gap between myself and Shane back out to six points. It does. And I have a chance to reduce the gap between myself and Shane to a point because I go to Paco de Ferreira they're second last in 17th place um, Pepe is in for Franco on the right wing Pepe is returned from uh, injury I think that was out for about three or four weeks Manafa retains his place over Joe Mario because I do like Manafa and Sanusi as my as my full backs and the suspended Cardozo is out for the experienced Ivan Marsano Taremi's carrying a slight calf injury but I just can't drop him he's in that good of form I think he has 15 goals to this point um, the game starts it's lashing rain. I have a really bad feeling about this for some reason. I just, uh, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I was like, this will not go well. They have a chance early on that's turned behind by Costa. There's actually a pretty good chance to play. They're squared. It was a shot from about 15 yards out, centre of the goal. It was a serious opportunity and uh, Costa made a good save, to be fair to him. Um, Costa's always good for one or two really good saves in the game, I should say. It's not like he's constantly making saves, but I, I highlight them because they're really good saves. Yeah. Um, Gruwich gets the ball deep, plays it wide to Ivan Nilsson. 
Uh, he crossed this is this is a trend now I have to say Grouch getting the ball or Uribe getting the ball and playing it out to Ivan Ilsen Ivan Ilsen makes a great run gets it crosses it brilliantly very similarly to what he did earlier uh, against Vitor Gramaric in my first game of the night on the volley crosses in from a wider position now this time close, closer to the flank and Taremi heads it home 1-0 up after 7 minutes I'm absolutely dominating this game Pepe has a shot that's well saved I have a lot of times where I'm just getting to the edge of, bo- edge of the box and getting shots off. Ivan Nilsson an example of that where he turns, swivels back onto his right foot, hits it but it goes well over the bar. Um, I'm dominating and it's only 15 minutes in. I'm thinking you know, it's only a matter of time before I get to second and I so nearly do. Taremi slips in Octavio that, that, that duo linking up again. He somehow hits the post. This is like six yards out. I have no idea how he doesn't finish it. The goal is at his mercy. Manafa then drives forward into the box, has a shot uh, goes to the right and wide so as I said they're having nothing at this stage he puts in a cross soon after that Manaf after driving down the wing again and I get a penalty Taremi steps up to take the penalty looking for his second goal of the day he's 17th of the season and he misses the penalty and this is where the bad feeling was setting in I was like if you remember there's one game this season where I threw away a two goal lead can't remember against who but there have been more than one examples mm. more than one examples uh, there's been more than one example of me throwing away a one goal lead because I can't get the second goal and I'm thinking oh, don't let this be another example because I mean this is the 22nd game there's 12 games to go after this any drop points are probably realistically not yeah. going to win the league and if I had to drop points immediately after beating you it would have just been really painful half time 1-0 dominating good place easy and Vanilson go through he cuts back inside again shot from a tight angle well saved he then has another effort that's blocked and it goes behind for a corner that comes to nothing uh, it was a good effort actually that was blocked and it just looped over the bar onto the top of the net um, they've had absolutely nothing in this game 17 minute uh, Ulton has a header good chance but it went over the bar again this is from a good old position he could have done a lot better with it it was a poor header and that was the first time they had something and I was thinking oh, what's what's happening here um, Taremi has a chance low effort straight at the keeper they come more and more into the game now they're not having chance after chance but I've noticed that I'm definitely not dominating the game anymore and in fact it's probably swung slightly in their favour and they're not a good team with the greatest of respects to them and they're second bottom in the league for a reason so I'm kind of thinking you know am I dying out here what's happening I don't make any changes they score an equaliser in the 77th minute that gets it back to one all it was a poor goal from my point of view and I'm thinking I can't believe I'm going to draw with fucking Pacos de Ferreira no not Pacos de Ferreira who the fuck am I even playing fucking <laughs> fucking who is it oh it is Pacos de Ferreira yeah sorry is, yeah. Um, one all 77 minutes and then I score immediately to quell any fears simple as that even Nilsson replies immediately Sanusi again a brilliant attacking fullback I have to say Sanusi he squares it to him and Ivan Nilsson it's a brilliant strike across his body he's coming across Sanusi puts it in from the left Ivan Nilsson takes it with his left foot across his body as I say from just about parallel to the um, edge of the six yard box about ten yards out maybe hits it venomously uh, with his left foot off the bar and in the keeper doesn't even see it uh, it's 2-1 nice. brilliant goal that's his 7th of the season very soon after that immediately after that actually he gets his 8th of the season this time it comes from the other fullback, Manafa he drives down the wing as he so often does stands it up perfectly to the back post Ivan Ilsen because he's now an inverted forward rather than a winger is just standing on his own half a yard out no joke 
tap in header 3-1 curtains good night I win it in the end 3-1 very easily see the game out they have a corner at the end do nothing that is 12 unbeaten 9 wins in there 22 shots for me 5 for them 10 on target for me 1 for them an XG of 1.04 for them 3.61 for me 61% possession on 1 point off second place sporting 7 off the lead and Estoril Prea are at home up next Beware the dark horse that enters the race It'd be some win I don't think I'm going to do it if I'm being honest with you but I tell no, you no, one, no, I tell no, you one no, thing hold on I, you're just playing this thing it's no just no like I'm not no, underdogs I think, I think I think if I think if there were maybe four or five extra games I think it's, it's asking a lot how many points are you on I'm on 44 so I'm finally at that two point a game average so that's, that's you're me on, on 51. 51 so you've only dropped 15 points yeah in three, three of them are, three of them are against you Three of them are against. Yeah, see, that's the Shane beat me in the league. No, I bet Shane in the league the first time. I have to play Shane the next you game. You have to play Shane. So we'll say hypothetically you lose that game. You still got to find four points from somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tight. But it's like tight, it is shown that I just I don't know. I I think that and that's I, with me winning all my games. Bearing in mind, because yeah. like my form, like I said, has been somewhat erratic. Shane has been a little bit scatty. No wins in five. Uh, and, Shane's got off the ball. Let's then, be honest about it. It's not scary, and then though. two wins, and then hit it like a, a heavy three 0 defeat on the road. Um, it's it's. I think, I think what what'll be oh. interesting is like if you get, you get that kind of scoreless, frustrating scoreless draw, or the one all side of things, or you're back in a position where you need to claw into a game. Like you very much have momentum on your side. At the yeah. minute, it's, I think, it's keeping yeah. that moment. I think there's a belief, to be fair to the team, everything, as we said earlier on, for another callback, everything is green. Yeah. So when it's green, is good, as you said. Yeah. Um, so happy enough in that aspect. I can't afford to drop points. Yeah. Uh, I think I think what needs to happen realistically is I get within, you need to drop points within the next three to five games, I think. Yeah. I think if we got to seven or eight games out and there were still seven points in it, you'd be asking a terrible lot. For me to I don't know. reel off victories and hope that you drop points. Now there's little things like yourself that. and Shane in the league last day of the season. Yeah, it's all set up mm-hmm. for the, the battle for runners up. But yeah. uh, no, but the, like uh, there's little things. If I'm being honest with you now, Ken, and I'm going to be honest with you. Whereas like the way you lost, not that you lost, the way you lost to me would tell me there's an opportunity for me. Okay. I couldn't believe what you were doing. You must regret it, do you? No. You don't regret going for broke, being two one up. Against like if you if you park the bus there, yeah. win the game two one. I'm yeah. done. It's yeah. done. Like I am out of the title race. Yeah, but, Shane but that is, was, Shane's on a downward slope. But that you was could the wrap this league up with three it. or four games to yeah, go. That was the decision that I made at the time. There's no point in me regretting the decision that I made to go for it. But would you change it? Not change that game again. Would you change if you were in a similar position going forward? That's in. If I was in a similar position going forward and playing an AI side, that's like. Uh, you know uh, 10 men down or down to 10 men with 10-15 minutes to go and I feel like the upper hand yeah sure I'll, I'll, I'll press on you press on yeah. again yeah why not like I mean I'd wait, I'd, I'd wait up within the context of the game and see how things are going but that gives me hope you know why not because I'm like that's, that's nuts like yeah. Whatever about me, and I've been like I'm still seven points off you, so I'm not proclaiming to be amazing or anything. But now, if it was a real life situation, 
I might look at things a little bit different. Yeah, but nobody cares about real life, Ken. Ah, this is more important than yeah. real life. This is football. <laughs> Fucking manager. On that note, because uh, we're just about 90 minutes into this we week's are. podcast, uh, that's where we're going to leave it. So we are very tight at the top of the table. It's Benfica have the lead on 51 points. It's Sporting 7 back on 45. No, 44. Sporting no. at 45. Sporting at 45. Bad. Sorry, there's six points in it. And then there's one between Sporting and Porto. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at FMF Show. We game on Thursday nights. Join the conversation there. You'll get it on Transistor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you do your podcast listening. And the archive is on the website. It's fmfshow.com. Until next Friday, when we will be back with yet another episode. We'll talk to you then. Good luck. The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.